Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Good morning, everybody. My name is Alex Carter. I am a Columbia Law School professor and negotiation trainer to the UN and the Fortune 500. 
hours. As Sarah mentioned, I did write a book called Ask for More. And I travel the world teaching people how to negotiate for their worth in every area of life. And I have to say, when I saw the topic for this morning, what no one tells you about talk, taking a leap, I knew immediately what I was going to talk to you about here today. You know, Sarah mentioned I have a book coming out in January, and I want to take you back a few years ago. I want to take you back to the beginning of 2018. And at the beginning of 2018, I was a professor who had written enough to get tenure, right? So I had done some of the standard law professor writing. I had done the writing that I was supposed to write. Do you know the kind of writing that law professors are supposed to write? We're supposed to write academic articles in academic journals that primarily other law professors or maybe some policy members might read. That's what law professors are supposed to write. I did enough of that to get tenure. And then guess what? I felt completely stuck. I couldn't write any more of that type of piece. And I tried, I tried sitting down to, to make time and to generate ideas, and I just felt stuck. So finally, at the beginning of 2018, I was excited because I had my sabbatical coming up. So this is a break that law professors get every seven years. We get a sabbatical, and oftentimes we'll use that time to research or to write. And I thought, finally, I can do this now. I'm gonna be able to write, I'm gonna have a break. But no, then something happened, something major with my foot, and I found out that I had to have surgery, and not just any surgery, but really, really extensive surgery that was gonna leave me <clears throat> unable to walk and lying in a rented hospital bed for months. So I did the surgery at the beginning of 2018. And I started 2018 with my foot straight up in the air, elevated in a rented hospital bed on the first floor of my home. And there I was for six weeks. And I was forced to rest for the first time in my life. I couldn't hop on a plane. I couldn't load up my schedule with meetings. I was really tired. My body was trying to get better. And so I just lay there and rested. And when I tell you, when I hit the six week mark and I was finally able to stop taking any painkillers, something happened. I sat up in bed and I had the idea. In 45 minutes, I banged out what looked like the outline of a book. And I looked at it and for the first time in a long time, I thought, I have it. And it's not a law review article. It's not the type of thing that a law professor is quote unquote supposed to write. It was for a mainstream audience. It was for regular people. I realized that the book I had inside me was a negotiation book that would help people negotiate with their clients or get a raise or bargain with their contractor. And I realized that the work I really was meant to do on this earth was not to be writing for other law professors, was, was, but was to be writing for regular people out there in the world. But doing this actually 
turning this into a book would be a huge leap. Do you know, I spent the rest of that sabbatical and then the fall when I was back at work writing. Nobody paid me to write my book proposal. Nobody congratulated me. Nobody patted me on the back. This was something that I did in my spare time. And I have to be honest, in secret. I didn't tell anybody, anybody that I worked with that I was writing this book. Why? Because I was really nervous deep down that it wasn't good. And I wasn't going to be able to get it published. And I felt imposter syndrome. I felt fear. But I kept writing. And I'll never forget, it was around three years ago, early December 2018. My foot's finally healed up a bit. And I took my daughter to Spain because I was giving some lectures there. And one morning, my daughter wakes up and she sees mommy pacing around the room in this hotel walking around in a circle and she looks at me and says mommy what are you doing and I had my hands on my head and I said mommy is about to take the biggest risk of her life and mommy spent six months writing a book proposal that she doesn't know if anybody is going to want and she is about to send it out to some literary agents and mommy's really nervous but I'm gonna I'm gonna work through the nerves and my daughter at this point was seven and she was like, cool story, bro. Um, could you just send it so we can go to the playground, right? Could we get out of this hotel room? And so with her to thank, I pushed send on the book proposal. And I, when I tell you, I took the big leap. I sent my book proposal that I worked on for six months with no pay to the biggest five agents in all of nonfiction. And I told myself, that when they rejected me, I was gonna go to the next five and the next five and the next five, and I was gonna keep going. I took my daughter to the playground and I did something there for the first time. We met a couple there at the playground that also spoke English and the woman turned to me and said, what do you do? And I said, I'm a law professor and I'm an author. My book's gonna come out next year. That was the first time I ever said it out loud. And I said it to a woman at the playground and I felt it. And when I tell you that Monday morning, I'm back in New York, I go into the office, I work a full day and I'm driving home and all of a sudden I look and I think, oh, that's weird. I got a voicemail while I was working. I didn't realize. I played the voicemail and it was the number one agent on my list calling me to say, Alex, I got your book. I read your proposal over the weekend. I love it, let's do this. The call that completely changed my life, it changed my career trajectory, and it was the biggest leap I had ever taken. You know, it's interesting because you know nobody was at risk because I took that leap. Some people take a leap and it's like truly risky. The only thing I was really risking here, let's be honest, was my own sense of self, like my own feeling of failure if it didn't work. And so for those of you here today who are thinking about taking a big leap, you know, and maybe you've been feeling safe like me. I was in a job with tenure. I didn't have to do anything except I felt called to. And so on some level, the leap I took, I had to take it.
because I knew I had this book inside me. So I want to tell you today three quick things that you may not know about taking a leap like this. And I'm going to teach you from my experience because I was successful in taking the leap, but I also almost self-sabotaged. All right. So we're going to use that as an example. And what's really exciting is that a lot of these points I'm going to teach you today are from the book that is coming out. My hey, listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, Five Simple Steps to an Extraordinary Morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. My book. And it's just incredible to take that leap and then to feel something in your hand that you created because you decided you could. All right, three things about taking a leap. The first thing is I wrote a book about asking questions and I learned in the process of taking my own leap that the questions we ask ourselves are either gonna move us forward or keep us stuck. If you are stuck here today, if you're feeling stuck in whatever you're doing, I want you to think about the fact that you might be asking yourself a bad question. And what do I mean by a bad question? Let me give you a couple of examples, all right? So period of time, I'm writing my proposal. I decided to do a little bit of market research about what else was out there, okay? Because part of writing a book proposal is you have to tell people what's out there in the market and what's missing. So I would open a book and then something would happen. Five minutes in, I would shut down and I would stop and I couldn't write anymore. So I sat down with myself and I, I said to myself, what, what's happening? What am I doing? And I realized that I was asking myself a terrible question. I was opening this book and I was asking myself, is this book better than the book I would write? And then I would psych myself out, close the book, and, and be done for the day, right? And I realized, you know, what a terrible question. If there's a subject matter, you guys, that you love, do you read one book? No, you do not, right? You read many books. If you're interested in something, if you're interested in leadership, if you're interested in teamwork, if you're interested in entrepreneurship, you're not reading one book you're reading a lot of books. And so I changed my question. Instead of asking, is this book better than the book I would write? I changed it to an open question. And I asked myself, what can I learn from this book that's gonna help me in writing mine? So much better. We wanna be asking ourselves open questions. Questions that start with what or how? What can I learn from this? How can this help me? These are the questions that move us forward instead of keeping us stuck. And I wanna end this piece of advice by giving you one question you should not ask yourself. And it's a question that a lot of us may be asking ourselves at this time of year, I know, because I just had that weekend where I was doing this to myself. Ready? The question is, 
why? Why can't I do this? Why are other people getting X, Y, Z, and I'm not? Is anybody doing this to themselves right now? The why dance? Why am I limited? Why is something hard for me that's easy for other people? Why did somebody get such and such award and I didn't? It's worse at the end of the year. And let me tell you why is a blaming question. I'm a negotiation expert. I'm in high conflict situations all the time. I never ask anybody why. And I don't ask myself why. Because why keeps us stuck in the past. Why makes us defensive. Why leads to shame. Instead, here today, if you are asking yourself a why question on the inside, I want you to change that why to a what. Instead of why can't I get more clients? Why did I let myself gain weight this year? I want you to change it to what? What am I doing in my sales funnel? What support do I have? What support do I need? Do you see the difference? When we move from why to what, we are moving from blame to diagnosis. We are moving from the past to the future. Every time you're tempted to ask why, I want you to change it to a what and watch yourself take a huge leap forward and go, as Marvin said, from good to great. All right, number two, what we don't know when we're about to take a leap. When we're about to take a leap, sometimes we can get stuck by what I call the big two. The big two emotions that hold us back, that blow up our conversations, that keep us from going from good to great. Are you ready for the big two? The big two emotions that as a negotiation expert I've seen blow stuff up over and over are fear and guilt. If you are feeling stuck here today, if you got into this room and there's something in your life where you are struggling to move forward, I want you right now to ask yourself, what am I fearing? What do I feel guilty about? Because a lot of times when we're trying to move forward, we worry. We worry perhaps that we might fail. We might feel guilty about those who are leaving behind. Just sit with it. Ask yourself this morning, what am I fearing? What am I feeling guilty about? Just in the process of asking these questions and writing down the answers, something magical is gonna happen to you that's happened to thousands of people that I've asked these questions to. You look down at those fears or those guilts and you realize they're silly. They lose their power over you. Do you know, I just did this with my daughter, age 10. She loves swimming. She's a competitive swimmer. She works really hard, a lot harder than some other kids her age. She's still little. And she decided last week that she wanted to try some longer distances. So she signed up for a distance meet. Only problem, the rest of the girls were high schoolers. She found that out and she froze. She said, I'm scared, mommy. And I said, what are you scared of? And she said, I'm scared, I'm gonna look silly. I'm gonna be so much slower. I'm gonna be last in every race. We talked about it. We talked about all of her fears. And guess what? She got in the pool last weekend. She swam against the high schoolers. 
Did she come in last? Yep, in every race. But do you know what else happened? She made it really, really close. She swam like a little lion to chase down those high schoolers. She almost beat a bunch of them. And in the process of that, she dropped so much time that she made the state championships in her age group, 10 and under. Bottom line, when you do what Marvin talked about earlier, when you go from good to great, you're gonna have the big two. They're gonna smack you at one time or another. You're gonna have fear, you're gonna have guilt when you level up. You will. It's scary to get in the bigger pool, knowing that you might come in last place. But in the process, you might also just crush your goals and go from good to great. You know, last note on the big two, other people fear these too, fear and guilt. Has anybody here ever leveled up, gone from good to great? You take that leap, you become an entrepreneur, you, you have a big vision and someone else behaves really weirdly, right? They don't know how to react. They're treating you strangely. They might even say things like pride goes before a fall, like what Marvin was saying. Guess what? They've got the big two, fear and guilt. If anybody is trying to get in your way, if anybody's treating you weirdly as you level up, ask yourself, what are they fear fearing? What are they fearing? What are they feeling guilty about? Because chances are they're in the grip of the big two. It's not about you. It's about them looking in the mirror and feeling some kind of way because of you and what you're doing. So first two tips, ask yourself better questions. The questions you ask are either gonna launch you forward or they're gonna keep you stuck. If you wanna take a leap, you gotta be asking yourself good open questions. Start with what or how. Don't ask why, ask what. Number two, look out for the big two, fear and guilt. Negotiation is an inside game. Entrepreneurship is an inside game. Ask yourself, am I feeling fear? What am I fearing? What am I feeling guilty about? Write those down and then move forward. Last tip here today, and I wanna bring it back to where I started. That hotel room in Spain, where I'd spent six months writing a book proposal. It was like 70 pages, and I had no idea if anybody would want it. And do you know part of what I was feeling fear about? My market was quote unquote full. My market was full. Do you know how many negotiation books are out there? Not one, not two, dozens, hundreds, like a lot. And a lot of them were written by people who don't look like me. Almost all of them were men. Almost all of them were men with about 20 years on me. A lot of them with law enforcement background. My market was full. But guess what? It wasn't. Because I landed a book deal. I published a book. It became a Wall Street Journal business bestseller. First negotiation book written by a woman to make that list. And so I wanna close out here today with the message. When you're taking that leap, I want you to know you don't have to be first. You just have to be you. 
no one else out there. I don't care if your market is quote unquote full. It's not full because you're not out there because nobody else has the lens that you do. Nobody else carries the life experiences you do. Nobody else has the specific expertise and way of reaching people that you do. And so I want you to know that if you are getting any value from this message here this morning, the only reason that we are talking, you and I here at this breakfast table, is that I got past my fear that I wasn't gonna be first and I decided to get out there and offer what I have that no one else has. And I want you to know here this morning that there are people out there who are waiting for you. No one else but you. They're waiting for Candace. They're waiting for Patricia. They're waiting for Dora Maria. They're waiting for Janice, Tariko, Tash, Miranda, Valerie, Kimberly, Ella, GI. They're waiting for you specifically. And so my message here today is don't make those people wait any longer. Get out there and offer what you have. Three years ago, I got the call that of all the bids my book received that I was going to go to Simon & Schuster. And I'm an author here today, somebody who was stuck, somebody who couldn't write. I'm here today because I took that leap. And now it's your turn. So with my remaining few minutes, you're in Breakfast with Champions. I would love to hear from some champions here at the table, anything that you might be thinking about or struggling with, or if this resonated for you. Patricia, I see you flashing. Come on up to the table. Tell us your thoughts. Alexandra, it's such an amazing segment. And I was just gonna piggyback off of something you said is so I'm in the book industry and the one thing that I took from an agent that was so helpful as I built my business and everything I've done is that when we were looking for comps they said if nobody else has done it then nobody wants it and I found that to be um, very comforting just when you're building business when we go out there and we think oh other people are doing it they got there first um, I'm not sure if anybody's going to care if there's enough of a market out there is that no one, like you said, can bring your combination of expertise, experiences, and then also your unique perspective to what you're doing. And so I just wanted to add that. And I love this segment today. And congratulations on your book coming out in January. Thank you, Patricia. And how great is that? Right, guys, thinking about that, you know, if if there are no books out there, there's no market, maybe. You know, every so often you hear about something like a Peloton, right, coming along to be the unicorn that crashes a traditional market and realigns it. But for a lot of things, you know there's a market because it's something already exists, right? I mean, have you ever seen a Starbucks crop up in a town and all of a sudden there's a Starbucks across the street and you think, what is happening here? You know what's happening? People need a lot of coffee. And and maybe they need more Starbucks, right? So you should be next. Who wants to step on up and talk to us next? Dr. Sean, are you uh, are you flashing your mic? Thank you. I'm here to ask a question. 
Dr. Sean, my friend, you may be in the matrix. We're having trouble hearing you, my friend. So I'm going to come back to you in a second or um, shoot me a back channel. And by the way, I want to thank um, at least one person in the back channel has offered my daughter a job. So uh, so thank you for that. Who else would like to share this morning? Maybe about a leap or, or something that struck them from this segment. Unmute yourself and say hello. Molly. Were you flashing at me, my friend, Molly? Hello? Yes, please step on up. Who's this? Uh, hi, my name is Maria. Thank you so much. I just joined the club with some amazing uh, people here, and I'm learning a lot. I am an entrepreneur. I own a clothing brand company, and I was listening to you. It's amazing. And and I'm in the process of writing a book. Um, I've been doing this for almost two years. But I'm so scared because the story is way too strong. And, and like you said, uh, fear. Not letting me. Uh, fear is not letting me because it's the, the story, uh, the book that I'm writing is my story. And I'm, I'm, I'm scared that people might judge me or you know, I'm scared, but I'm doing it anyways. And it's, 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 it's enormous um, energy. But the reason that I want to do it is because I want to inspire other people. That is my reason. That is my why. And I feel like God put me into this place for some reason. Maria, incredible. Did everybody hear what just happened? Maria was speaking and initially she said, I, I, I can't do this. Fear is preventing me from moving forward. And then did you hear what happened by the end? She said, I have to do this. I'm going to do this because my why is that I'm going to inspire other people. And that's what I want you to know, everybody here today. Nobody benefits when you play small. Nobody benefits if you hold a story inside yourself that you don't share. People benefit when you take that leap. It's so, so important. Is Dr. Sean back? I wanted to give him one final chance before I ended here today. Dr. Sean, go ahead. I am sorry about that. I just entered, uh, enter a bad section. Um, so I, I, I guess my, the big trigger for me today and why I decided to share on your segment finally was the, the part about the guilt with leveling up. And I'm wondering uh, what, as, a, as, an, as somebody who helps people with that, when, they, when they're negotiating maybe, and maybe not necessarily with yourself as far as you know, the book goes, how do you, how do you help people with that up guilt? I, I guess that's my question. Great question, Dr. Sean. And thank you for asking that because this is gonna help other people. All right. So the first thing I do is we talk about it and we write it down, right? What are you thinking that other people are feeling about this? Because sometimes, Dr. Sean, you know, the, the guilt is uh, imaginary. Sometimes we're imagining that, you know, people are going to feel a certain way about us or they're not going to accept us. And we write it down and we actually talk about it. And sometimes these are fears that live in our head, but they don't exist in real life. Okay. The second thing I would say is though, sometimes it's there. Sometimes people have a reaction. They're used to us being a certain way, right? 
And so there's this guilt that we're kind of leaving people behind, right? And, and they're gonna feel a certain way about it when we are leveling up, right? And there, what I talk about is using negotiation skills to set boundaries, right? And to say, you know, you might be noticing some changes in me and you're right. Let me tell you about what I'm doing. Let me tell you about what I'm working on with myself, right? And I would love to have your support. And in the end, Dr. Sean, what this is about is setting boundaries and feeling enough inside yourself that if other people don't come along, that's okay. Because you're enough and you're gonna have a circle. Maybe it's this breakfast table where people are excited for everything you do. Sometimes it's about setting boundaries so that the people who are closest to you in your life are the ones who are supporting you. And so that's the work that I do with people. And I want you to know, Dr. Sean, if you're experiencing this in your life, I think you are a superlative person and you deserve nothing but a supportive circle around you. So everybody, I've gone a bit over. This was an incredible segment here with you this morning. Really appreciated it. And I have two offers for you. Um, for those of you who would like to level up and ask for more in your personal or professional life, I want you to connect with me on Instagram and LinkedIn and DM me, especially on Instagram, the word more. And I wanna send you a free resource, totally free, to help you negotiate for more in your life. If you're ready to make a change, take a leap, go into entrepreneurship, make a move, DM me the word change on Instagram and I'm gonna send you a guide to pivoting your career. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.